Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the World. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I have to ask you a question. Do you think it is actually even possible to live the life of your dreams and to make a living doing the work you feel most called to do in the world? I know that there are people out there who are tuned into this show that, quite frankly, they think, well, that's just not possible for me. There's no way I could ever leave the day job. I have this comfortable income that I consistently rely upon, and there's no way that I could put my family at risk by going out and doing the work I really feel most called to do in the world. Now, by the way, I'm not saying that everyone ought to go out and create their own business. There are some people who are employed and will be employed until retirement or whenever, and that is actually you living the life of your dreams. But what I want to talk to for just a moment are those who, quite frankly, feel called to go out and do something on their own. Somebody who feels led to pursue full-time self-employment and who feels like, man, if it, for me to live the life of my dreams, I really want to call the, my own shots. I want to have the freedom of my schedule to decide what, what I want to work on, when I want to work on it, where I want to work on it. I, I just want that freedom. I want that flexibility, but I just don't feel like it's possible for me. You know, I'm, I, I'm not like some other people out there with large mailing lists and 50,000 people, 200,000 people. I just don't have millions of followers. I'm, I'm not famous. And quite frankly, there have been some people who have already started down the path of full-time self-employment, and they've made the leap, but they're struggling financially consistently because, well, well, they have all kinds of reasons for it, but one of the things that they believe is it's, well, I just don't, I haven't been able to break through to that next level of success in my audience. Quite frankly, Cliff, I, I need somebody who can help me get to 100,000 fans. And I'm, I typically, unless I can work with those people on changing their mindset, I typically don't work with those individuals. Here's the premise of today's episode. You do not need a large audience. You do not need a large audience to make a great living doing what you love. All you need is about 1,000 true fans. You've probably heard that statement over and over again if you've been following any of the online entrepreneurial space, if you've been listening to people who are mentors in the space of building online businesses, you've probably heard them say you only need 1,000 true fans. You may not know who originally came up with this concept of the 1,000 true fan to make a great living. 
it's not Seth Godin, by the way, uh, although Seth Godin certainly has a lot of the same message that you can develop a tribe and a loyal tribe of a thousand people. He's, he's certainly taught this, but I believe the genesis of this came from an article that was written in 2008 by Kevin Kelly. And this came out just a few months after I left my career in insurance and began working for myself full-time, trying to find a way to make a living and to live the life of my dreams of this self-employed lifestyle with all this freedom and flexibility and margin in my life. I wanted to live the life of my dreams doing what I felt most called to do in the world. And this may come to some shock or surprise to you guys, but when I made that decision, I wasn't famous. I would argue today that I'm still not famous. I didn't then, and nor do I now, have millions of followers. And while some vanity metrics would show hundreds of thousands, I'm going to tell you right now that I don't even have an audience of hundreds of thousands. Now, I'm connected with some amazing people in my life. Some of my peers are people like Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, John Lee Dumas, Leslie Samuel, Michael Stelzner, Ray Edwards, Michael Hyatt, Dan Miller. I could go on with the people that I do life with on a consistent basis. And many of those names that I just uh, read off to you, they do have hundreds of thousands, and some of them have over a million fans or followers or members of their community. Me, Cliff Ravenscraft, over here (laughs) speaking to you right now, I don't. And yet I make a great living doing what I feel most called to do in this world. And I am absolutely convinced you can as well. And I'm thankful that I heard this message early on. When I first started my business, I was devoted to building relationships one person at a time. I realized that, hey, you know, I may not have hundreds of thousands of people following me that consider themselves true fans, but I do have a few hundred people who have already hired me and paid for my products and services. And, you know, the reality is is that as an insurance agent, I was making $87,000 a year plus some pretty awesome benefits. So quite frankly, if I could just make a, if I could make a little bit more than that, I'd be happy, you know, or if I could just replace the day job income. I mean, the day job income had become, or the day job had become soul-sucking for me, and I desperately wanted, I would have been willing to make eh, $60,000 a year if it meant doing what I love and having the freedom and flexibility. 60K a year would have been a win for me, all right? And then all of a sudden, in 2008, a couple months into my journey of full-time self-employment, This article by Kevin Kelly comes out, and I think it was in Wired Magazine or something like that. I don't remember all the details, but what I can tell you is that everyone I followed was talking about it. Leo Laporte was talking about it, and Seth Godin started talking about it, and everybody else that I knew started talking about this 1,000 True Fans article. And the reality is, is it became a part of just the overall... I don't even know what the word zeitgeist means. I should probably look at the word zeitgeist, but it seems to be in context of of what... It's it's the overall vernacular. I mean, it's just... It's a part of the language. It's a part of the culture. It's part of the understanding that really in the online space, when you understand the value of choosing a niche audience, that that when you serve a, a, a specific niche or target audience super well, you could literally make a great living 
by serving and, and having only 1,000 true fans. And this has been a part of my understanding for a long time. It's been what I've lived. But what I'm going to tell you is that I only just recently read the article. <laughs> Ten years later, I got around to reading the article because I was just having this conversation with somebody else who came to me and says, Cliff, I, you know, I, I'd love to do what you do. I'd love to use my gifts, my talents, my areas of expertise. I'd love to create products and services that allow me to serve people based upon what I've experienced in life, the things that I know, the things that I believe could bring value to them. But quite frankly, I make this much money over here in my day job. Granted, I hate it, but I get, you know, three weeks paid vacation and and I have great benefits. And well, you know, my wife isn't on board with the idea of me putting everything at risk. And there's no, and I, I just don't have an audience. I don't have an online following. I don't have, you know, I don't have hundreds of thousands of people who follow me. I, I just don't know that I could do it. And that got me to thinking about this whole 1,000 true fans. And I was talking to them as an authority of someone who's lived the, a life of building an incredibly awesome business and, and a career with right around 1,000 true fans. And so I, I, after talking with them, I'm like, I want to give them some more on this. I want to I write about this in my newsletter, and I wanted to create a podcast episode where I could talk about this, because I know some of you out there who are listening to me, you're struggling with this idea of, of feeling like you need a massive audience, that you need hundreds of thousands of people. And, and if you don't get that, that you're not going to be able to make it. And so that's why I went into the original uh, article by Kevin Kelly, written in 2008, and I put some notes together. And here's what I will tell you. This, this outline that I've created is going to walk you through the, the overall message, the gist of what Kevin Kelly wrote in 2008. So first and foremost, he says that you don't have to be famous to make a living as a creator. You don't need millions of fans, you don't need a massive email list, and you don't have to reach everyone. He says all you need is 1,000 true fans. Now, I'm gonna tell you that you don't even need to have 1,000 true fans. But before we get into that, I'll come back and circle back to that later, but let's just go with this 1,000 true fans and ask the question, what is a true fan. I'm sure you're probably wondering what makes somebody a true fan versus a casual van fan versus a follower, somebody who's just been introduced to you. Uh, well, this is what a true fan is not. All right, a true fan is not someone who just follows you on Twitter, or on Instagram, or connects with you on Facebook. A true fan is not someone who listens occasionally to an episode of your podcast. Like, you know, they might be subscribed to your podcast, but they tune in about one every three to five episodes you put out, they tune into it. That is not a true fan. A true fan is not someone who occasionally reads the emails that you send out to your email subscribers. And a true fan is not someone who buys a single product or service from you, all right? Kevin Kelly says this. He says, a true fan is someone who will drive 200 miles to see you sing. They will buy your hardback and paperback and audio versions of your book. They will purchase your next figurine sight unseen. They will pay for your best of DVD version of your free YouTube channel content. They will come to your chef's table once a month. So... Kevin Kelly says that 
a true fan is that person who's going to basically buy everything you have to offer. Now, I have a slightly modified version of a true fan. I don't necessarily say that to be a true fan, you have to, it's somebody that is going to buy everything you produce. The reality is that if you have lots of products and services, somebody could, in my mind, still be a true fan, but someone who may not be a good fit or may not be the target audience for some of the products or services that you create. So, here is my definition of a true fan. A true fan is somebody who actually goes out of their way to follow you on multiple social media channels. It's somebody who says, listen, I, you know, I want to make sure that if Cliff Axe starts posting stuff on Instagram that's not on Facebook, I want to make sure that I get that. I'm also connected with them on Facebook and, you know, I followed him over to Snapchat back in the day. It, it's somebody who follows you on multiple social media channels so that they can make sure to, to get as much from your message and the things that you're sharing as they possibly can. That's a true fan. They also interact with you on an occasional or regular basis. So when you post things, a true fan is going to interact with you occasionally. It doesn't mean that they're interacting with you on every post or stuff like that, but it does, it does mean that you know every now and then you're gonna hear from them when you've posted something in social media, you'll see a comment pop up from time to time. A true fan is somebody who not just follows you, but occasionally interacts and engages with you through social media, okay? Uh, someone who listens to every episode of your podcast. And so if you are a person who has never missed an episode of this podcast since you first discovered it, you may be a true fan. Now, maybe you just discovered it last week and you tuned in last week and you're tuned in this week. That doesn't necessarily make you a, a true fan, but I think you get the idea. But a true fan is somebody who, once they once they discover your your podcast, they are going to they they're going to tune in every single week because they love your message. They they resonate with your voice. And again, they may interact with you on an occasional or even regular basis based upon the content that you're putting out. A true fan is that person who will actually read every email that you send to your mailing list subscribers. And this is new to me because I didn't know that I had anybody that was that true of a fan, but the reality is is that I've been well, I've been in a pretty aggressive new marketing campaign for the Next Level Mastermind and I've been sending out a lot of emails and I see reports and I see who opens emails and stuff like that. And I'm noticing that there are some names that I recognize, people that I've interacted with in social media, people who have commented on podcast episode after podcast episode over the years. And yes, those people, I see some of them who are actually, uh, they're opening emails. And some of them, I'm like, I know that this email doesn't even apply to you. I mean, the subject line doesn't even apply to you, but yet they're opening every email and they're reading, and guess what? They occasionally interact and respond and reply. Uh, a, a true fan is someone who will buy multiple products and services from you. So it's not just that one-off purchase, but it, it's not that they're gonna buy every product and service, but, they'll, the, but they typically will buy your new products and service. Anytime a product or service that you create would add value to their life. It, it, it's like they are the target audience for what you've created. They will buy your product. Now, I will tell you, there there is such a thing as true fans who will actually buy products and services from you 
even when that product or service isn't exactly meant for them. They're like, you know what? I love what you're doing so much. I'm going to buy this product. I know that it's not meant for me. And directly, it's, you know, I won't get the the promised transformation because it doesn't apply to me. But I know for a fact, just because I know you, Cliff, by consuming the content inside of this course, I know that I'm going to get value. I'm going to be encouraged. I'm going to be educated. I'm going to be inspired. I'm going to be motivated. And I may have even some inspiration on, on the things that you did inside of your course that may help me in my professional career. That's a, a true fan would kind of go that way. Not saying that a true fan has to buy a product that doesn't actually meet their specific needs to be considered a true fan. But a true fan certainly would, you know, anybody who would do that, I think would be considered a true fan. Okay, someone who will travel to your live event. Now, guys, I got to tell you, I'll just give two or no, three big shout outs here to some true fans. I'm going to give a shout out to Dan Faulkner. Dan is a, gosh, Dan is someone who, number one, uh, he's been a guest on my podcast, and I talked about how he was somebody who spent an entire two days showing me all around the South Island of New Zealand. After that, he signed up for the Next Level Mastermind. He came all the way from New Zealand, first time ever traveling to the United States, his first trip to the ever to the United States was to a one and a half day workshop here in northern Kentucky for building an online business. I mean, if that's not a true fan, I don't know what is. I mean, seriously. And he did, I mean, he wasn't here just for a day and a half. He came in a day early and stayed a day late, and we got to spend a day together. It was awesome. But that's a true fan that would travel all the way to northern Kentucky from New Zealand, with that being their first visit to the United States to attend your live workshop. Another one, uh, Free the Dream was uh, this past year in in Franklin, Tennessee, Free the Dream 2018. And there are two people who traveled from far off. We had Ling, who came all the way from Paris, France. And then we had Freya Casey, who came all the way from Germany. And by the way, Freya also, somebody who was in the Next Level Mastermind, and Ling was also a part of other products and services that I've had in the past. I used to have something called the Podcast Mastermind years ago when I did podcast coaching and consulting. So multiple products, these, these people are true. They're like the epitome of true, true fans, right? So... I'm not suggesting that someone has to do all of the above to be considered a true fan. The simplest way that I will say this is that a true fan is someone who is dedicated to you and your message. That's what I will say. Somebody who is dedicated to you and your message in such a way that they would be compelled to do some of those things that I just talked about. Now, the question is, well, okay, if that's what we, how we identify one, a true fan, can we truly make a great living off of only 1,000 true fans? And the answer to the question is yes. And I think it's important to tell you that we're not talking about making a fortune. We're not talking about making you become a millionaire. We're literally talking about can you make a great living? Can you replace the income that you currently have at the day job if that's what you feel called to do? If living the life of your dreams and doing the work you feel most called to do in this world means leaving a day job that is, you know, it it stresses you out and you hate it and you're tolerating it, 
can you make a living with only 1,000 true fans? The answer is yes. By the way, I could argue that you could probably become a millionaire or even develop a great fortune with only 1,000 true fans, but that's not the purpose of this episode, and it was not the purpose of the article by Kevin Kelly, and so therefore we're not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Now, in the article by Kevin Kelly, Mr. Kelly shared the math, and I'm going to read directly from his article. He says, here's how the math works. You need to meet two criteria. First, you have to create enough each year that you can earn, on average, $100 profit from each true fan. That is easier to do in some arts and businesses than others, but it is a good creative challenge in every area because it is always easier and better to give your existing customers more than it is to find new fans. Second, you must have a direct relationship with your fans. That is, they must pay you directly. You get to keep all of their support, unlike the small percent of their fees that you might get if you had a music label, a publisher, uh, some sort of studio, a retailer, or some other intermediate between you and your true fans. If you keep the full $100 of profit from each true fan, then you need only 1,000 true fans to earn $100,000 a year. And for most folks, $100,000 a year is a great living. It really is. There's so much that can be unpacked in what he said there. I love this one, by the way. Just don't gloss over the uh, fact that he says that it is always easier and better to give your existing customers more than it is to find new fans. All right. For me, I think it's important to point out that where he says, first, you have to create enough each year that you can earn an average of $100 profit from each person. This may be assumed by Kevin Kelly, but it's not just create. It's the simple act of creating enough out there is not going to, to get you a great living. It's not even going to help you develop true fans. I think it's important to f- point out that you need to create enough value with what you're offering to earn that profit of $100 per year per true fan, all right? Now, like I said earlier, you really don't even need to have 1,000 true fans. If you look, now that you understand the math of what Kevin Kelly said in his article, let's look at this equation a little bit deeper here. What about if you only had 500 true fans? and you were to create product, products and services that allowed you to earn merely $200 in profit per year from each true fan, you would still make $100,000 a year if you had 500 true fans. We could go even further. What if you only had 100 true fans? If you could create products or services that allowed you to create enough value for those 100 true fans where you would earn merely $1,000 in profit per year from those 100 true fans, that's still $100,000 per year. And by the way, if $1,000 in profit every year from 100 true fans sounds like way out of reach, then let me say it this way. 
That's 100 true fans who buy buy your product or service that generates an average of $83 a month. Can you think of a product or a service that you could make an average of $83 per month and have 100 true fans that purchase it? Absolutely you can. And that, my friends, is $100,000. Now, if you want an extreme example of this, what if you had a product or service that had almost zero overhead that generated so much value that 10 true fans would easily pay you $1,000 per month? Well, with 10 true fans, you could be generating $120,000 a year. (laughs) Let's not lose sight of the whole point here, though. It's not that you need exactly 1,000 true fans, and it's not even about the exact amount of $100,000 per year. What is the point? The point is that you can make a living doing what you love, and you don't have to be famous to do so. You don't have to have millions of followers. You don't even have to have a mailing list with hundreds of thousands of followers. Imagine a mailing list with 1,000 true fans. Imagine a mailing list with 500 true fans. What could you do if you started a mailing list and over the next 30 days, you developed a relationship and rapport with just your first 10 true fans? Ha! But there's a catch. Kevin Kelly did share a word of caution in his article, and I feel like it's only wise for me to share this with you if I've got y'all excited so far. Kevin Kelly says this. He says, the truth is that cultivating a thousand true fans is time-consuming, sometimes nerve-wracking, and it's not for everyone. Done well, and why not do it well, it can become another full-time job. At best, it will be a consuming and challenging part-time task that requires ongoing skills. There are many creators out there who do not want to deal with fans and honestly, should not. All right, so with that being said, for those of you who do feel called to connect with others, to build relationships where you are interacting and engaging and getting feedback about the way the products and services and the content that you're creating is adding value to their lives. If that sounds exciting to you, then this message here today should be an encouragement to you. And if this is an encouragement to you, I want you to make a commitment today to do this. Stop worrying about growing a massive audience and instead begin focusing your time, effort, and energy on attracting and building relationships with a few true fans at a time. You do not need a large audience to make a living doing the work you love. And just like my intro to this podcast says, Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and to do the work you feel most called to do in this world. And my friends, it's more possible than you can possibly imagine. 
That, my friends, is what I wanted to share with you, and that is the heart and message of this week's episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Hey, real quickly, I want to let you know this episode is sponsored by three, yes, not one, but three products or services that I offer. So if this content was valuable to you, I want you to listen up and see if any of these products or services sound like they might be a good fit for you. First off, we have the Next Level Mastermind. If you are on the journey of full-time self-employment, if you already have a product or a service that clients, customers, or students are already paying for, and they're getting tremendous value for their investment, if so, the Next Level Mastermind may be a perfect fit for you. Are you confident in the products and services that you offer and the value that they provide, but find it difficult at times to take your marketing efforts to the next level? (laughs) Do you ever feel isolated and lonely and maybe that the weight of the world is on your shoulders to make everything happen as the sole person responsible for making all the decisions in your business? Isolation is a killer, my friends. What about this? Do you ever struggle to gain clarity on exactly what the next steps are that you should be focused on in your business? Uh, When you do know what you should be focused on next in your business, do you ever find yourself paralyzed with fear, self-doubt, or maybe just an ongoing case of procrastination? These are just a few of the problems that will absolutely go away when you upgrade your peer group to include other success-minded business owners who have been down the road you are traveling. Are you ready to upgrade your peer group? You can learn more about the Next Level Mastermind and apply today at nextlevelmastermind.info. Nextlevelmastermind.info. The second product that I have to share with you today is the Next Level Workshop titled Building an Online Business. Now, this is for those who don't yet have their products or services all figured out yet. These are people who are in the earlier stages of building their business, even if you're at the stage where it's just a thought that you might like to launch such a business. Now, this workshop is for those who are looking to build an online business as a coach, a mentor, thought leader, where you're basically sharing your expertise and knowledge with the world. It's for those who are interested in creating a business where maybe you're doing one-on-one coaching and mentoring or group coaching and mentoring. Maybe you're offering webinars, digital products, online courses, a membership site or program, paid masterminds, live events, workshops, conferences, public speaking. If you're looking to build that type of online business, then you absolutely must come to the Next Level Workshop titled Building an Online Business. It's hosted right here in the Next Level Studio. When I built this home, when my wife and I built this home, we live in our dream home, When we built this home, we built a massive training space in the lower level of our home, which is where our business runs. And we've had people come from all over the world to attend this next level workshop for building an online business. It's limited because it is in our home and because our training space is not massive. It's limited to 14 students per session. And our next session is going to be held on January 18th and 19th, 2019. To make sure that you get one of those spots, uh, again, a lot of people getting ready to take some new initiatives in the brand new year. If that's you, head over to nextlevelworkshop.live. That's nextlevelworkshop.live. 
And then the third product that I want to tell you about is the Free the Dream program. Now, a very important thing about Free the Dream. Free the Dream is not only for those who are on this self-employed journey or looking to build a business. Free the Dream is a personal development program that helps you understand how to get better results in all areas of life, business included, but any area of life. We have people who came to Free the Dream, stay-at-home moms who are radically experiencing massive results. In fact, my wife just got a text message yesterday from a friend who attended Free the Dream, and she said that she went to go buy a, a brand new pair of pants for something that she had to go to, and it turns out that she is now two pants sizes smaller than when she was at Free the Dream. Uh, so it's it's fitness, it's health, it's relationships, it's finances, it's any area of your life that you want better results. You see, what, what I've learned is that success in any area of life is 20% strategy and technique. That means simply 20% is knowing what you need to do, all right? 80%, however, is mindset. And when it comes to mindset, the Free the Dream program is going to help you finally understand why it is that you keep doing the things that you don't want to and also why you refuse to do the things that you desperately want to do or that you know you should do or the things that you really need to do. From Free the Dream, you'll not only understand why you're getting the results that you're currently getting in life, you'll actually learn proven techniques and strategies to radically transform any and every area of your life. Now, there are two different versions of the Free the Dream program. You could go right now and sign up for Free the Dream Live 2019. It's on September 13th, 14th, and 15th in Franklin, Tennessee. Free the Dream 2019 is our live conference. It is our big event of the year. I encourage you to head over to freethedream.live, freethedream.live. Check out the promo video so you can just get a feel and a sense of what happened at that event last year, and hopefully it will compel you to go ahead and get registered and join us for Free the Dream 2019 there at freethedream.live. Now, the thing is, is, you don't have to wait until September of next year to start taking advantage of this radical shift in your mindset where we've got the brand new year upon us. You've probably got some goals and some things that you'd like to change in your life, and Free the Dream will give you what you need to make radical changes in your life. And not only that, they will be changes that will last a lifetime. Free the Dream online course is the other option for you, and you can access it right now. Now, rather than sending you to an online sales page where you can directly buy the course, how about this? I'd let, I feel so confident in the value of the Free the Dream online course, all I need to do is get you to check out the very first session, and I'm going to give it to you for free. As a listener of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, you can go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free session. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free session. And you will get the opening session to the Free the Dream program. And it alone, even if you don't buy the full program, this one session alone can radically transform your life. Head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free session today.
And with all of that, my friends, if this were a normal episode, I would pretty much just wrap it up right here and thank you for tuning in and uh, invite you to go out into the world and take every area of your life to the next level. And if you're brand new to this show, if you want, you can go ahead and tune out now and join us again next week in the very next episode. You can go ahead and delete and stop this episode right here. I'm certainly not chasing you away, but I just want to let you know I'm going to spend the last few minutes of the episode here talking to those who are my true fans. And so if you are a true fan, I want to share something with you about the content of this podcast moving forward. You see, if you listen to every single episode of this podcast, uh, it's no secret that I have not been happy with the type of content that I've been creating lately for the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And by the way, if you haven't been listening to every single episode, I don't blame you. And and trust me, I I don't know that I would either, quite frankly. Here's what I will just share with you. I feel like the interviews that I did, bad idea. The audio journal episodes, it's going to be crazy for you to hear me say this. You're going to be like, what's he talking about? The audio journal episodes that I recently released, I was putting out uh, my normal Friday episodes. Well, okay, not so normal Friday episodes. But then on Tuesdays for the past couple of weeks, I, I put in the audio journal episodes where I was out in the field recording with a digital audio recorder. And I was so excited about that. Terrible idea. Just randomly dropping in episodes that I felt led to share. I thinking about it, I, I think it was a bad idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't I don't uh, I'm not embarrassed by anything that I've shared. I don't think anything was inappropriate, but I'd like to share with you that throughout the past several weeks, I have asked you guys, the audience here, for feedback on the type of content that I've been publishing lately. And I really, truly, honestly wanted your feedback. Otherwise, I wouldn't have asked for it. Uh, the reality is, is that several of you have reached out to me and says, told me how much you absolutely love those audio journal updates. And some of you have said, Cliff, man, that is, that's the content I loved most from you. I love it when you don't have an outline. I love it when you don't have exactly things planned out. You just hit the record button and you just say whatever's on your top of your head. That authentic approach, it's what I love about you. I miss the old days of pursuing a balanced life. I am so glad you are bringing it back to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And I received several emails and other types of messages from people who said those exact words. However, those folks, every single one of them, they're true fans, <laughs> okay? However, I did receive other uh, responses, and some of them were people were like, you know, I, I kind of prefer the ones where you've, you've taken some time to think about what you have to say, and you know exactly where you're going to take us on the journey before you hit the record button, and, and I, I feel like you're taking us along the, the path of understanding a, a new concept or something that's been well thought out. That is what I prefer. That's what I love most. And I tune into your show every now and then and, and to see if it's one of those episodes. And quite frankly, when it's not and, and you, you have one of those episodes that tend to ramble a little bit more, I might tune out and just see if they're, you know, pick you back up the next episode. So I've gotten some of that. And I got one direct message. It was a little bit more harsh and direct than maybe I like to receive uh, in feedback, but it's, it's one that resonated with me at a heart level. He said that your recent live-to-drive episodes and the rambling nature of those 
particular episodes seem to all be about you. It seems that you nailed down the way that you should be doing your episodes back in episode number 521, and then for about four or five episodes just after that. Since then, it's been wonderful to hear about your journey, but the direct recording episodes are disrespectful to your listeners. These shows could be reduced to 20-minute episodes. Remember, time is our greatest resource. I keep listening in for the hope that there will be some nuggets that I can glean, but all I hear is your life story, and I really don't ever need to hear how you used to sell insurance ever again. Please improve your quality. All right, so... Now, this person is obviously not a true fan. Now, that does that's not to say this person's any less valuable. I would actually say that this person is a casual fan. I'm actually honored that this person responded to my request for feedback. And this person, although they were really loving episode 521, 522, and for four or five or six episodes after that, which I agree, those were some of the best content I've ever put into the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And I've veered far away from that sense. And I don't like it. And that's what I felt a lot of dis-ease about when I switched over to well, a lot of conversations with people and, and whether they're interviews, conversations or what, it's, it's not the kind of content I felt called to create. But then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, well, what do I feel called to do? And I got really excited. I mean, I was really excited about these audio journal format podcasts, the ones where I'm out in the field recording my thoughts as I'm walking and talking. And there are things that I can create in that type of recording environment that I would not create here in the studio. And I do feel, quite frankly, that it's some of my best content that I ever create is one that's not outlined. It's where I just hit the record button and I just start talking. But the reality is, is who is that going to resonate with the most? It's going to be the true fans. And what I realized is that, man, part of me, I I had a text conversation with a very close friend of mine. He says, man, I love that most recent audio journal episode that you did. Just And just to give you an idea how much I, I listened to it at 1x speed. Now, this is a person who usually listens to podcasts at 2 or th- you know 2x so that he can get through the content really fast, but still pick up the information, right? He goes, Cliff, I slowed it all the way down, down to 1x so I could literally be on this walk with you. He says, I love it, especially the NPR type sounds of the neighborhood really adds some realness to the whole thing. I love that I heard the same dog barking when you left as when you came back. But I said, hey, you know, I get this, but the reality is, is I'm just not sure about this content. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of content or feedback like yours, but at the same time, I'm getting a lot of feedback from from other people who, or not a lot of feedback, but some feedback from people who just don't they they just don't like it. They hate it. But it's not that they're haters. It's not like they don't value what I'm doing, but it's just not a valuable use of their time. They're casual fans. They're not true fans. And it's okay, I think. And in fact, the reality is, is when I go back to my definition of true fans, I believe there are some people who are true fans who still may not resonate 
with the audio journal format. They still may buy, they still may love me. They might may love my message. They might be willing to share my message with the world and tell the world about me. They buy plenty of my products and services. They might travel the world, the globe to come to my live events. But to hear me just ramble as I'm out for a walk and and I'm breathing heavy as I'm going up a giant hill, that may not be their thing. And so what I realize is that, man, putting all of that content into the Cliff Ravenscraft show is not not what I should do. You know, I had this feeling that, you know, what if people just don't want to hear my journey? Well, maybe if that's the content I feel most called to create, they should just, maybe they're just subscribed to the wrong podcast if that's what I want to put into my show. And I realized after a while, and I, it's oddly enough, I was out for a walk recording another audio journal episode that I was going to include in this podcast, which I never did, and I never will. But I was out recording an episode, which I thought was going to be here, called True Fans, and I came to the conclusion that that was not the right direction for this podcast, and that a much better option existed for me. And so real quickly, for those of you who are true fans who may be interested in that audio journal format, number one, I've launched a brand new podcast. It's called The Audio Journal. Now, it is not a free podcast that you can just find anywhere. It is a premium podcast, and I've used uh, Patreon to set it up. And believe it or not, I just learned this, and maybe you guys are like, Cliff, how did you not know this? But... I just learned that you can actually have a premium podcast hosted solely on Patreon. So I went over to Patreon, created my creator account there, and I set one tier, $10 per month. Now, you can contribute more if you want to, and there's already one true fan who has uh, signed up at the $20 a month level, but you have to contribute at least $10 per month to have access to the Audio Journal podcast. And the interesting thing is it is a full-blown podcast. It's not just you have access to the audio on the Patreon website or the Patreon app, which you could use either one of those to listen to it, but you literally get your own private RSS feed that you can take and copy, and there are instructions on Patreon how to manually subscribe to your custom private podcast feed for my audio journal podcast in popular podcasting apps like Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasting app. All of those apps that I've mentioned and maybe a handful more apps have the ability for you to take this Patreon RSS feed for my audio journal podcast and pop it in right into your major podcast playing application that you have and you can put my audio journal podcast right up there next to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. So if you happen to be a true fan who actually is a true fan who also enjoys the audio journal podcast format that I've used to do in the Pursuing a Balanced Life and and that I included over the last two weeks here on uh, this podcast feed, then I encourage you to head over to either mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal or patreon.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Either one will take you to the same place. Mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal or patreon.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. So what does that mean for the future of the Cliff Ravenscraft show? Here's what I can tell you. I'm going to start thinking of this podcast as being similar to any opportunity that I would have to speak on a stage in front of an audience where there are people in the audience who may not yet know who I am. 
they're not true fans yet. They may not even be casual fans. But the reality is, is that people need time to become a true fan. Well, not everyone. Some people may hear me for the very first time and they could hear me in one of my craziest audio journal format episodes and say, I love that guy. Wow, where has he been all my life? I'm instantly a true fan. That happens. It's the exception to the overall rule. Generally, what happens is somebody tunes in, they hear something that you say, it resonates with them, it was well presented, they're they're somewhat impressed, and they're like, ah, you know what, I'll subscribe to this. And they tune in, and they listen. And over time, they're like, you know what, it seems like every single time I listen to Cliff's voice, I come away encouraged. Every time I hear something from Cliff, I always am inspired. I... I I always at least learned something new. You know, I, I, and you know what? I find myself entertained. I, you know, he keeps me company. I really like Cliff Ravenscraft. And so somebody who tunes in over time, they, they become like first off, you know, they're just a lurker. Then they're a follower. And then eventually some of them become casual fans. And you know what? Some of them will always be casual fans. They might one day purchase a single product. That's not a big deal. There'll be some of them who will never buy a product, but there are going to be some who over time become true fans and say, Cliff, give me all you got. And I have those people. I have have over a thousand of those people, and I've made a great living as a result of it. Now, I can tell you right now, I am going to continue to create content for the Cliff Ravenscraft show that is authentic. It's going to be transparent. Some of it will be like episodes 521 and the episodes, the few episodes that followed where it's all perfectly outlined and scored and it's just like I was speaking and giving a talk that was well prepared at a conference, all right? That's the level that they were referring to back with episode 521. However, I'm going to tell you that there's going to be some other episodes that won't be as outlined and as as strictly, you know, thought out. But I will always know for this podcast moving forward, before I hit the record button, I'll know the destination that I hope to take you. That's my commitment moving forward. I will come prepared knowing ahead of time what I'm going to say. And I will withhold the rambling. If you want the unfiltered, rambling thoughts of things that I'm verbally processing, that all is going to be in the audio journal. And if you're a true fan that's interested in that, patreon.com slash cliffravenscraft or mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. With that, my friends, I now say thank you for tuning in to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And if you're still hearing my voice, either you are a true fan or you're on the journey of becoming one. And I am honored, and I am delighted, and I love that you're here. And I wish you great success as you go on throughout the rest of your evening or day, taking every area of your life to the next level. Oh, and if you didn't do any of the other things that were the three sponsors, definitely go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free session. It is absolutely going to transform your life mindsetanswerman.com slash free session will help you take every area of your life to the next level.